Good morning. Mahilig ba kayong manood ng mga pelikula or mga movies? Siguro nanonood kayo sa sine, sa TV or sa Netflix. Mapapansin nyo ba na sa mga pelikula may iba't ibang ending? May mga ending na sad ending. Yung namatay yung bida o namatay yung isa sa bida. And umiiyak tayo. Siguro example is Titanic, namatay si Jack. Or kung mahilig kayo sa K-drama, si, sa Train to Busan, namatay si... Sino ba yung artistang yun? Kilala nyo yun? Nama, si Gong Yu, namatay, no? Meron ding nagkasakit. Sad ending kasi nagkasakit yung bida. Nagka-amnesia. Siguro naalala nyo yung A Moment to Remember na K-drama, no? Iyak ako ng iyak dun. Pwede ding... Napatawan ng sentensya na death sentence yung, yung bida at namatay siya sa huli. Siguro, you've watched Miracle at Cell Number no. 7. Meron ding mga ending na unresolved. Yung akala natin, yun na ba yun? Ang bitin. May part 2 pa siguro. Pero yun na ba yun? Tapos na yun? Siguro, an example of this is, spoiler alert ha, kung di pa nakakapanood, yung movie na Parasite. Yung sa huli, Paggising nung, nung isang bida, nawawala yung tatay niya. At nung na-discover niya, na-trap pala yung tatay niya dun sa bahay. And wala pang resolution. Siguro may part 2 pa. Pero alam nyo ba, ang pinakapaborito nating ending, yung alin, happy ending. Yung masaya lahat. Yung nanalo ang kabutihan laban sa kasamaan. Yung nagkatuluyan yung dalawang bida. And they lived happily ever after. Ngayong umaga, tutungayan natin ang ending ng kwento ng Israel sa panahon ni Joshua. Today, we will look at the last chapter of Joshua and we will end our series. Anong series natin? Set foot on the road, never traveled. Woohoo! Congratulations, tinapos niyo ang buong Joshua. Pakitapik nga yung mga, mga katabi niyo. Sabihin mo, congratulations! Handa ka na ba sa exam mamaya? Wala pong exam. Pero ang pamagat na mensahe natin this morning ay, yan. Sino ang paglilingkuran nyo? We'll look at Joshua 24. Ang setting ng kwento natin ngayong umaga ay sa panahong natanggap na ng lahat ng 12 tribes, ang mga lupain nila. There was relative peace. May mga pakonti-konting labanan pa rin, but the bigger battle of conquering the land was already done. Meron na silang mga lupa. And yung ibang tribo bumalik na sa east side of Jordan and yung iba they were settling in mamuhay na sila sa mga lupang ibinigay sa kanila and Joshua was very old during this time let's start at Joshua 24 verse 1 then Joshua assembled all the tribes of Israel at Shechem he summoned the elders and leaders judges and officials of Israel, and they presented themselves before the Lord. So tinipon ni Joshua ang lahat ng mga leader ng Israel, mga leader lang ito. And they were in conscious uh, knowledge that the Lord was with them. Alam nila, nakasama nila ang Panginoon. At nagsimulang isinalaysay ni Joshua ang history ng Israel. Joshua started with, this is what Joshua said to all people, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, as if Joshua was the messenger, as if Joshua was speaking for the Lord. Sabi niya, long ago your ancestors 
including Terah and the father of Abraham and Nahor, lived beyond the Euphrates River and worshipped other gods. But I took your father Abraham from the land beyond the Euphrates and led them throughout Canaan and gave him many descendants. I gave him Isaac, and Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau. I assigned the hill country of Seir to Esau, but Jacob and his family went down to Egypt. So he mentioned, sinalaysay niya kung paano niya tinawag sa Abraham at ang buong pamilya ni Abraham. Let's continue. In verse 5, Then I sent Moses and Aaron, and I afflicted the Egyptians by what I did there. And I brought you out. When I brought your people out of Egypt, you came to the sea. And the Egyptians pursued them with chariots and horsemen as far as the Red Sea. But they cried to the Lord for help, and he put darkness between you and the Egyptians. He brought the sea over them and covered them. You saw with your own eyes what I did to the Egyptians. Then you lived in the wilderness for a long time. Sinabi rin ng Panginoon kung paano niya iniligtas ang Israel mula sa Egypt. And we continue to verse 8. I brought you to the land of Amorites who lived east of the Jordan. They fought against you, but I gave them into your hands. I destroyed them from before you, and you took possession of their land. When Balak, son of Zippor, the king of Moab, prepared to fight against Israel, he sent for Balaam, son of Beor, to put a curse, curse on you. But I would not listen to Balaam. So he blessed you again and again, and I delivered you out of his hand. Here the Lord declares how he protected the whole of Israel, mula sa kanilang mga enemies, mga kalaban at the east side of the Jordan. Then finally at verse 11, and you crossed the Jordan and came to Jericho. The citizens of Jericho fought against you and did also the Amorites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hittites, Girgashites, and Hivites and Jebusites. But I gave them into your hands. I sent the hornet ahead of you, which drove them out before you. You also the Amorite king, you did not do it with your own sword and bow. So I give you a land on which you did not toil, the cities you did not build, and you live in them and eat from your vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. At ayun na nga, kung paano tinalo ng Panginoon ang lahat ng mga tribo, mga kalaban ng Israel sa Kainaan, at ibinigay sa kanila ang lupeng iyon. Joshua reminds them of their history. But more than the history lesson, the history 101, what is Joshua trying to say here? Anong nakita nyo na sinasabi ng Panginoon dito? Ano ang nakita nyo sa binasa natin? If you notice, there are a lot of I statements here. I took Abraham, I brought you out from Egypt, I delivered you from your enemies, I gave you a land, and I counted this I statements, parang 14 times siyang inulit-ulit. Anong ibig sabihin nito? The Lord was saying, Ako ang gumawa nito. I did it all. Hindi ito sa pamamagitan ng inyong lakas. Hindi dahil sa kapangyarihan ng inyong mga Diyos-Diyosan. It was me, Yahweh, all along. Ako ang gumawa ng lahat ng ito. I accomplished all this. Walang Israel kung wala ang Diyos. Sa huli, pagkatapos ng lahat ng pinagdaanan ng Israel, pagkatapos nilang manalo laban sa kanilang mga kalaban at mapasa kanila ang mga lupaing ipinangako, 
it was imperative for them to be reminded na si Lord ang may pakanan ito. The Lord was behind it all. Kailangan nilang palalahanan na hindi hindi sila iniwan ng Diyos. All of this was made possible because of the goodness and the faithfulness of the Lord. Mga kapatid, ganito din sa totoong buhay. When we look back at our past, what, was, what has happened, what we have been through, we see God all along. In retrospect, makikita natin yung both the good and the bad, yung mabuti at masama, nakikita natin na nag-work pala ang Panginoon sa lahat ng ito. Siguro sinasabi natin, Lord, Ikaw pala yung bumuhat sa akin o makay sa akin sa mga pinakamahirap at pinakamasakit na mga pagsubok ng aking buhay. Lord, naiintindihan ko na ngayon kung bakit ako dumaan doon sa mahirap na trial na yon, sa mahirap na problema na, na yon. Dahil doon, ako'y natuto, ako'y naging mature. Hindi sana ako maging ganito, Lord, hindi mo ako pinadaan doon. Lord, lahat ng meron ako ngayon, Ikaw ang may bigay. Lord, salamat na sa kabila ng aking mga maling desisyon, mga kasalanan ko, ay patuloy mo pa rin akong minamahal at inilalapit sa iyo. Like us, the Israelites needed to see this and acknowledge everything that the Lord has done for them. Ngayon, may challenge si Joshua sa kanila. Kailangan nilang pumili. Let's continue to verse 14 to 15. Now fear the Lord and serve Him with all faithfulness. Throw away the God your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods of your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the God of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But, but, as for me and my, my household, we will serve the Lord. They had two choices. Paglingkuran ang Diyos o paglingkuran ang ibang Diyos-Diyosan. Serve o paglingkuran means to worship or pagsamba. Meron silang choice. Either worship God, worship God, or worship other gods. Walang in-between. Hindi pwedeng pinaglilingkuran natin ang Diyos tapos patago silang merong mga Diyos-Diyosan. Joshua warned against that. If they were to serve God, they should serve Him faithfully. Sabi ni Joshua, itapon nyo yung mga Diyos-Diyosan nyo, which apparently, yung iba sa kanila, dala-dala pa rin hanggang sa Jordan. Parang yung isang kapamilya ko, nung pumunta ako sa bahay nila, pagpasok ko pa lang, sobrang daming mga santo at mga ribulto. So, so tinanong ko, Ano pong ginagawa niyo dito? Sabi niya, ah, pinagdadasal lang ko yan. Ah, sabi ko, liyoso to si auntie. Ah. Tapos, pagda- pero pagdating ko sa kusina, may nakita akong yung, yung pusang gano'n-gano'n, di ba? Hindi tumitigil eh, kahit, kahit anayin mo. So, sabi niya, ay, ano yan, fortune cat. Pampalapit ng swerte. Tapos, tinuwi niya ako dun sa buong bahay, sabi niya, eto, nakadesenyo to sa feng shui. Flow of energy. Dapat ito, nakaharap yung pinto. Ganyan. Tapos may mga design sa doon to attract good luck din. Sabi ko sa kanya, eh, pinaniniwalaan nyo po itong lahat? Sabi niya, oo. Sabi ko, bakit? Sabi niya, para may backup. Pag hindi nag-work yung isa, may backup. Just getting all my bases covered. Sabi ko, aba, sigurista. 
Sigurista din ba kayo? Ayaw ni Joshua ng sigurista. Israel was given a choice by Joshua. Pumili sila. Dito ba sila sa Diyos na tumawag kay Abraham? Nagligtas sa kanila at big, nagbigay ng lupa? O sa mga Diyos-Diyosan ng kanilang ninuno? O mga Diyos ng kanilang kalaban? Kung ayaw nila, ay iba na lang asambahin nila at paglingkuran. Hindi pwedeng sabay. They can't worship both. That's what Joshua was trying to say. Yung two-timer sa pag-worship kay God. Walang backup. Dapat pumili lang sila ng isa. Kung sa Diyos sila maglilingkod, ay dapat maglingkod sila sa Panginoon. But they can't worship God and other gods. But then Joshua declares, Ano man ang piliin nyo, basta ako at ang aking pamilya, paglilingkuran namin ang Panginoon. What a bold statement. Joshua has seen it all. He saw, he was with the, with the people of Israel nung sa 40 years in the wilderness. He was with the Lord when they battled in Canaan. Nakita niya ang lahat ng ito. For Joshua, wala nang ibang option. The only option was to serve the Lord. Si Lord lang ang pagsisilbihan ko. So anong sagot ng mga leader ng Israel? Let's go to verse 16 to 18. Then the people answered, Far be it from us to forsake the Lord to serve other gods. It was the Lord our God himself who brought us and our parents up out from Egypt, from the land of slavery, and performed these great signs before our eyes. He protected us on our entire journey and among all the nations to which we traveled. And the Lord drove out before all us the nations, including the Amorites who lived in the land. We too will serve the Lord because He is our God. What a beautiful response. Ang ganda ng sagot nila. We will serve the Lord because He is our God. Kinilala ng Israel ang lahat ng ginawa ng Diyos sa kanila. And because of all that, He is and He has done for them. They declared, paglilingkuran namin ang Panginoon dahil siya ang aming Diyos. This is reminiscent of Thomas' answer and confession to Jesus. Si Thomas, nung sinabi ng ibang disciples, buhay na si Jesus, sabi na hindi ako maniniwala hanggat hindi ko nahawakan ang sugat sa, sa kanyang kamay. And the Lord appeared to Thomas. And this was his confession. My Lord and my God. So original translation po nito, parang sinasabi niya, Lord of me, God of me, Panginoon sa akin, Diyos sa akin. A confession of surrender. Pagpapa sa ilalim sa makapangyarihang Diyos. A declaration of faith. And this is what the leaders of Israel declared. Pero si Joshua, hindi madaling maimpresto si Joshua eh. Sabi niya, Joshua said to the people, You are not able to serve the Lord. He is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your rebellion and your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, He will turn and bring disaster on you and make an end of you after He has been good to you. You know, hindi naman discourage ni Joshua ang mga leaders ng Israel he was discouraging light commitment. Sabi niya, hindi niyo pwedeng sabihin na paglilingkuran niyo ang Diyos ngayon, 
Pero pagdating ng araw, tatalikod kayo. Hindi iiwanan niyo siya. Hindi pwede nun. Yun. They should be reminded that their choices have consequences. Ang pagsunod ay nangangahulugang buhay at ang hindi pagsunod ay nangangahulugang kamatayan. Kapag sumunod sila sa Panginoon, mararanasan nila ang masaganang buhay tulad ng kanilang tinatamasa during that time. They were settling in the land. Ngunit kapag tumilikod sila sa Diyos at sambahin ang ibang Diyos-Diyosan, makakaranas sila ng parusa. Hindi lang dahil atat ang Panginoon na parusahan sila, but you remember what happened to them in, in their battle with Ai nung hindi nila sinunod ang Panginoon, natalo sila. It, does, it just means na God's work and power when we deviate from it, when the Israelites deviate from it, pag sila ng landas, ay tiyak ang kanilang kapansalaan. Wala silang power, wala silang anuman na magagawa apart from the Lord. Parang sinabi din ito ni, ni Jesus sa Mark 8:34 to 36 Sabi ni Jesus, Tinawag ni Jesus ang mga tao at ang mga disciples niya at sinabi sa kanila, Kung gusto niyong sumunod sa akin, Kailangan niyo munang kalimutan ang sarili niyo. Pasanin ang cross niyo at sumunod kayo sa akin. Kung gusto niyong iligtas ang buhay niyo, mawawala niyo ito. Pero kung ibibigay niyo ang buhay niyo sa akin at sa magandang balita, maliligtas niyo ang buhay niyo. Anong mapapala niyo kung makuha niyo ang buong mundo pero mawawala naman sa inyo ang buhay niyo? Siyempre, wala. Ang ganda ng translation. Siyempre, wala. Parang ganun na. Parang may pagganyan pa. Siyempre, wala. So, it's saying that if you uh, save your life for your own, it, you will meet destruction and death. But if you give your life to Jesus, or in this case, Israelites, if they follow God, they will live a good life, an abundant life. And so, anong sagot ng mga leader ng Israel? They reaffirmed, inulit nila ang kanilang commitment sa Panginoon. Let's read in verse 21 to 22. But the people said to Joshua, No, we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said, You are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen, chosen to serve the Lord. Yes, we are witnesses. They replied. And kunilat pa sila ni Joshua sa uling beses, Sabi ni Joshua, Now then, said Joshua, throw away your foreign gods that are among you. Itapon nyo ang mga Diyos-Diyosan nyo and yield your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. And the people said to Joshua, We will serve the Lord our God and obey Him. We will serve the Lord our God and obey Him. Yan ang pangako ng Israel kay Joshua. Joshua had to make sure na naiintindihan nila etong pangako nila sa Diyos. Naiintindihan nila kung ano ang pinasok nila. They were making a covenant with the Lord. Ano nga ba itong covenant? Ang covenant, parang in, in modern times, is like a contract, a con- contrata, a treaty, a will. So, marriage contract between mag-asawa. Uh, pwede ding contrata bit- between landlord and tenant. Pwedeng a treaty between two nations, dalawang bansa, 
Tapos yung will, yung tagapagma, tagapagpamana at tagapagmana. Merong three ingredients to. They should have a relationship. So the tenant and the landlord, the husband and the wife, merong a certain established relationship. Then, merong conditions of that relationship. Pag, pag umuupa ka, one year, i-renew every 5th of June, F- 5th of June. Sorry, ano pala namin yun? Pag nagbabayad kami ng upa sa bahay. Pero every 5th of the month, <laughs> kailangan yung magbayad. Magbayad ng... Malapit na pala tayong madju, babe. Pero every... A set date, kailangan yung magbayad. Tapos, i-renew nyo after a month. Merong ganong condition. Tapos, merong... Merong a certain condition and promise to that relationship na may consequence. So, hindi ka pag, nakapagbayad, i-warn ka, kung hindi, paalisin ka, or puputulin yung kontrata. There's a breach of contract. In the case of Israel, ang nakipagkasunduan sa kanila ay ang Diyos. On that day, in verse 25, Joshua made a covenant for the people, and there at Shechem he have reaffirmed for them decrees and laws. And Joshua recorded these things in the book of the law. Then he took a large stone and set it up there under the oak near the holy place of the Lord. Naalala niyo ba itong uh, lugar na Shechem? Sinong nakakaalala dito? Or does this make sense to you? Parang narinig niyo na ito dati? This is a significant place. Ang lugar na ito is where the Lord first made a covenant with Abraham. Ito yung pinakaunang covenant. Basahin natin sa Genesis 12, verse 6 to 7. Abram traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Moreh at Shechem. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abraham and said, To your offspring, I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. And this is the same Shechem that the Lord is renewing his covenant with the Lord. Sarap ng mga leaders ng Israel, the Lord was renewing his covenant to Israel. Parang renewal ng kontrata. O sa mag-asawa, renewal of vows. If you reach 25 years, 50 years, ito ay pag-alala at pagpapatibay sa mga dati nang nagpagkasunduan. The Lord made a covenant with Abraham and is renewing his, his covenant with Israel. Nagawa nang ng Diyos ang kanyang pangako, yung mga conditions ng covenant. But hindi ibig sabihin na to na iiwanan na ng Diyos ang Israel. He will continue to love and protect His people. Tataguyod niya at mamahalin niya ang kanyang bansang Israel. And Israel then, for their part, ay nangakong paglilingkuran ang Diyos at siya lamang ang sasambahin. At anong ginawa nila to commemorate this? Patayo sila ng malaking bato. As a remembrance, pag nakita nila yon, that was our covenant with the Lord. And so, in the rest of the story, namatay na si Joshua sa edad na 110 years old. At inilibing siya sa lupay na binigay ng Panginoon sa kanya sa Timnath Sarah. And si Eleazar, isang pari na anak ni Aaron, namatay na rin during this time. And, and Joseph's bones nagaling sa Egypt Daladala ng mga, uh, mga Israelites at inilibing nila dun sa lupa ng kanyang tatay na si Jacob. But you know what? 
towards the end of the chapter, towards the end of our story, the author notes and records, sabi niya dito, Israel served the Lord throughout the lifetime of Joshua and of the elders who outlived him and who had experienced everything that the Lord had done for Israel. Anong ibig sabihin nito? Because of the decision to serve God by the leaders of Israel, ang lahat ng tribo ng Israel ay pinaglingkuran ng Diyos. Pinaglingkuran ng Panginoon. It had an impact to a whole generation of Israelites. Those even after Joshua. Pinutol nito ang cycle ng pagiging matigas na ulo dun sa wilderness, paikot-ikot ng 40 years. They effectively cut off a cycle of disobedience. Tinupad ng henerasyon na yon ng Israel ang pangako sa Diyos na paglingkuran siya. They were faithful to their covenant with the Lord. After seeing and experiencing all the Lord has done for them, they chose to serve the Lord. And so, pinaglingkuran ng Israel ang Diyos. Ang tanong ko ngayon, Sino ang paglilingkuran mo? Who will you serve? Pwede mo bang sabihin na katulad ni Joshua, As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Basta ako at ang aking pamilya, maglilingkod kami sa Diyos. I hope your decision today ay isang walang alinlangan na, Yes Lord, ikaw lang paglilingkuran ko. Sana ang sagot natin ay tulad ng tugon ng Israel. We too will serve the Lord because He is our God. Si Lord ang aking paglilingkuran na at naniniwala akong Siya ang Diyos ng aking buhay. Nung nagdesisyong ibigay sa Panginoon, nung nagdesisyon ang tatay ko, my father, na ibigay ang buhay niya sa Panginoon at paglingkuran siya, nagbago ang direksyon ng kanyang buhay. He had a difficult childhood. Tatlo ang pamilya ng kanyang tatay. So, hindi naman masyadong chickboy yung lolo ko. And they were the third family. They were illegitimate. And he, tinago sila. And so, they lived in a, in a environment na hindi maganda. So, sabi ng tatay ko, pag, nung lumalaki siya, naging basalag, basagulero at palainom siya. And because he had no guidance from his father, he was also naging babaero na rin siya. And he was destined to be like his father, sabi niya. Ngunit, isang araw, through the efforts of the church, nakilala niya ang Panginoon. At ibinigay niya ang buhay niya sa Panginoon. And my father is, is not perfect, pero naging mabuti siyang asawa at ama. And kalaunan niya ay naglingkod siya sa Diyos. Naging pastor din siya. Although he was a bivocational pastor, he had, he had worked and he was serving without pay. Nagsilbi siya sa Panginoon. And so, kami din, dahil sa ehemplo ng Panginoon, ng, ng tatay ko, rather, kami din ay naniwala sa Panginoon at nagkaroon ng relationship with Jesus. Kaya din po ako naging pastor dahil I saw it that ang ganda pala maging pastor, mag-serve sa Panginoon. Nakita ko sa tatay ko kung kaano kaganda ang mag-serve sa Panginoon. My question is, who will you serve? Siguro nag-decision ka na to serve God faithfully noon pa or 
baka nagdi-decision ka pa lang ngayon. You know what? Babaguhin ng decision na yan ang trajectory ng buhay mo. Babaguhin ng decision na yan ang direksyon ng buhay mo. Ang buhay ng iyong pamilya at kahit ang buhay ng ibang taong makakasalamuha mo at sheseran mo ng ginawa ng Diyos sa buhay mo. That decision has the possibility to change your life's trajectory. And sometimes it may cut some cycles in your family. Kung sa inyong pamilya may abuso at karahasan, pwede itong maputol. Kung may adultery, may infidelity, may divorce, the Lord can change that. The Lord can turn it around tulad ng ginawa niya sa Israel. They became a generation that obey the Lord and serve the Lord. Kung merong addiction, sexual sins, and bad decisions, kamatayan, pa, buhay na, may, na puno ng parusa, mapapalitan ito ng buhay, abundant life, saganang buhay. Not perfect, not perfect. Ngunit isang buhay na inaalay sa paglilingkod sa Diyos at sa kapwa. Your decision will impact your life today and the life of others. Who will you serve? I pray that you make that decision today. And if you've made that decision for a long time, reaffirm it like the Israelite leaders reaffirmed to Joshua. We too will serve the Lord because He is our God. Make that decision today. Start that journey with the Lord. And as we end the book of Joshua, let me encourage you tumahak sa landas na hindi kailanman nalakbay. Kilalanin kung ano ang ginawa at patuloy na ginagawa ng Panginoon sa iyong buhay. Paglingkuran siya ng tapat at sambayin siya lamang. Acknowledge what the Lord has done and is continually doing in your life. Serve Him faithfully and worship Him only. Let us pray. Let me pray for all of us. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the example of Joshua and the example of that generation of Israelites na nagdesisyon na paglingkuran ka, ikaw lamang, Panginoon. Walang backup, wala nang iba. Ikaw lang, Panginoon. Tulungan mo pang- kami, Panginoon, as we look back in our lives, as we look on today, help us to acknowledge, Lord, yung mga marami mong ginagawa, kung paano mo kami sinamahan, kung paano mo kami tinaguyod, kung paano kami, mo kami patuloy na minamahal. And because of that, Panginoon, habang nakikita namin ang iyong kabutihan sa aming buhay, Lord, may it cause us to serve you, serve you faithfully, and worship you only. I pray for my brothers and sisters here, Panginoon. I pray for those who have already made a commitment to serve you, Lord. Palakasin niyo ang kalampanan ng palataya. Sana hindi sila ma-discourage. Sana ma-encourage sila na makita nila ang kabutihan niyo sa Panginoon sa kanilang buhay. I pray for those who have not yet made a decision. 
yung mga magdidesisyon pa lang, Panginoon. May they make that decision today. And Lord, we pray that you will strengthen us, that you will find us faithful. Patatagin mo kami, Panginoon. Gawin mo kaming tapat dahil ikaw isang tapat at mapagkakatiwala ang Diyos. Thank you very much, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.